0: In this episode, I'm going to share the most simple Facebook ad strategy for 2021. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. In this episode, I really wanted to share a very, very simple strategy when it comes to generating profitable sales for your e-commerce store using Facebook ads. Now, this is a process that you could apply to most other advertising platforms. It's more of the overarching strategy and principles rather than diving into Facebook and setting up the ad sets a certain way or, you know, using a certain setting that nobody knows about. It's very simple principles that will make it very, very easy for you to rapidly identify great creative, find great interests that sell your product and find the audiences that actually care about what you're selling. And so in this episode, I wanted to talk about sort of a four phase system. It's a very easy thing to follow. Very simple. It's drag and drop straight into your Facebook ads manager. And it's something that you can apply, as I said, for many other advertising platforms as well. So if you want to try those, feel free to use this strategy as well. And one thing that I really dislike is when Facebook ads or any advertising is made out to be more difficult than it really is, especially if you're just getting started and you don't have experience inside of Facebook ads manager or using ads platforms then you don't want something that's overcomplicated. You just want something that's simple, that makes sense and that works really well. And so in this episode, I'm gonna walk through each of these four phases, make it super clear and easy to understand. So regardless of if you're a Facebook beginner or you're a more experienced advertiser, you can use some of these principles to get better results. So let's jump straight into it. Now, the first phase is what I call sort of the chaos phase because you don't know what interests are gonna perform really well and you don't know what creative is gonna perform well for your product as well. And so you might've just picked a product, built a store, launched it, and now you're looking to generate profitable results with Facebook ads, for example. Or maybe you created your own product and you're not dropshipping, but you've built your own brand and now you're looking to generate profitable results. So let's say that you've done zero testing before, you haven't run any pre-order campaigns to see if the product is actually something that's worth selling, but let's say you've got a great product and now you're looking to sell it for the first time. So the first thing I would do is set up a simple campaign and this is where you're gonna include your top five to 10 interests based on what your daily budget is. Because one thing I see a lot of people doing is underspending and not being able to test appropriately inside of Facebook and giving Facebook the ad budget that it needs to actually test. So the ad budget that you spend is obviously going to vary based on what you want to spend, how much budget you're allocating towards Facebook as an ad platform. But if you're completely flexible and you just want to know how much to spend, it's also going to vary based on your ticket size. How much is the product that you're selling? And so typically when it comes to your ad sets and when you break it down in that way, the budget for each of them should be no less than one times your average cost per purchase. And if you don't have that data on what your cost per purchase is, then at least one times your product price until you have that kind of data to work with. Because if you just give Facebook $5 a day per ad set to work with, it's going to be very, very difficult for it to find profitable results, especially if you're selling something that's a lot more expensive than that, which I'm assuming most of you will be. And so in the first phase, you're going to have five to 10 different ad sets. In each of those, you're going to have one interest. We're not trying to stack interest. We're not trying to get complicated here. Just put one main interest in each of those ad sets. Those interests can be things that your ideal customer would have a strong affinity towards or be interested in. So if you're selling dog food, for example, then one of those interests could be dog food. It could be dogs. It could be a certain breed of dogs that you know typically buy your dog food. And these tend to be the audiences that have the biggest audience size. Yes, that does make them competitive in some cases, but if you've got a kick-ass product and you've got great creative, then it shouldn't be an issue in generating profitable results. And then you're gonna need the ads themselves, the creative. And so what I recommend here is testing a whole bunch of different types of creative. And what we're trying to do here is find the global maximum. We're trying to find the type of creative that resonates best with your audience, whether that's UGC video review Use, whether that's unboxing videos, whether that's just an image with an eye-catching still on it, whether it's a UGC photo, whether it's a slideshow. It could be anything. Whatever that type of creative is, we want to find that. And so, in the initial test, I really recommend trialing a bunch of different types of creative, not variations of each, just the types, because once you find that global maximum, you find that type of creative that works really well, you can then make as many variations as you want. You can make as many different pieces of creative that fit under under that type. But until then, you haven't tested, you don't know what's going to work really well. So I recommend just going really broad and trying a whole bunch. It needs to be good creative. That's a main point here. It needs to be good creative and you obviously need to be selling a great product that solves a genuine problem. And so that's phase one. And from this, you're going to find out what interests perform really well and sell the product and what creative is really resonating with your audience the best. And so now that you've got a bit of data to work with, you might be running this for three to five days, if not more initially based on your ad budgets, just to generate some meaningful data. From there, you move into phase two. And in phase two, you're gonna use your best creative, the creative that generated the best results, whether that's the lowest cost per purchase or the highest ROAS. You're gonna look at that creative and then you're gonna put that into a new campaign. And in that campaign, you're gonna test other interests that you haven't tried before. And so sort of the premise here is in phase one, we have two variables, which in any science experiment, you do not want. But then once we have some data and we have a few results, we can then do better tests and better experiments where we only have one variable. So in that initial experiment, if we found some creative that performs really well, we've then figured out one of those variables. And so we can then use that same creative and the same ad structure and test for our new variable, which is just interests and ad sets. And so then you get your best creative, put it into a new campaign, and test a bunch of interests and audiences that you haven't tested yet. And so, what we're trying to do here is identify more winning ad sets, because once you have those, you can then use those to continue and grow and scale up. Sure, if you have a few winning interests and you have a couple bits of creative that are working well, you can scale, but it becomes very difficult to do that long term if you're just relying on these two interests and two bits of creative. It is not the way to go. You wanna build a parthenon, you wanna build a strong. Straight- strong strong, robust foundation. So then you can scale off of that and you have a lot of data to work with. And so that's the second phase where you use the best creative to find more winning interests. And so phase three, sort of just a continuation of phase two, where you do the opposite. You use the best interest from phase one in that initial campaign to identify and test more different types of creative or other variations of creative. And so if you put the best interest in there, you're gonna see some creative that starts to get results because those audiences have already responded really well to the product and have bought it And so you can then identify more pieces of creative that convert well. And so you've got these two experiments running side by side where you're finding new interests and you're finding new winning creative. Then when you get into phase four, you're going to put them together and you're going to scale up. And so you can combine both the parts of the recipe, the best high converting creative and the best interest that you've been able to identify. You put them into a CBO and you scale up. And when it comes to this, I typically recommend having at least five to seven interests inside of this CBO. So five to seven different ad sets. And then for the creative side as well, you wanna have the same five to seven winning ads that have already been proven to convert. If you just slap a bunch of unproven interests and creative into a CBO right off the bat and give it this big budget to play with, sure, you might generate some results and I've done it before where it works sometimes, but it's gonna be a lot more difficult and a lot more hit and miss. But if you validate those before and then when you create this new campaign, you've already got winners in terms of creative and interests It's going to make it so much easier. And so there you have it. That's my super simple Facebook ad strategy. And again, if you're a more experienced ad buyer and you've tried more advanced strategies, then stick with that. Stick with what's working because I'm by no means an expert when it comes to this stuff. I've just seen at a very small scale when you're getting started and you're looking to get profitable results and every single dollar matters so, so much when you're just getting started because you don't want to waste any money and you want to get profitable sales right off the bat. This is a very easy to apply strategy. It's going to get you going. You're going to start getting results. If you've got kick-ass creative and you've got a great product, then you're going to be able to generate really, really solid results and then scale up from there and then graduate into more advanced methods and more advanced strategies. But it's a great place to start. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one.